the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. And Lundy, you know I love to get seduced by the Jews. And I don't know if you notice this in Major League Baseball, but the Orioles are competent. The Orioles are are knocking at the door of a wild card spot uh, just on the outside looking in right now because they have won eight straight games. They're only one game below 500 right now. So I was like, okay, I'm curious what their odds are uh, to make the postseason. And DraftKings has a line, and it's plus 2,500 for the O's to do it. Now, they've got a mountain to climb because you look at the remaining strength of schedules, the third toughest in Major League Baseball, but... You know, you look at uh, what the M's have done for this squad, uh, and they've been mashing. That's Mullins and Mancini and Mountcastle, again, the most fantastic name in Major League Baseball. Uh, those guys have been, you know, absolutely raking at the dish. Uh, 7.15 OPS as a collective for Baltimore since June 1st, and they're 22-14 and 14 over that span. But most impressively, and I don't think they get enough just to and, and props nationally, their bullpen is the fifth best in Major League Baseball right now, sporting a sparkling 3.25 ERA. So as the Jays are tumbling down the hillside, uh, Baltimore keeps climbing, and you know, knowing some of the other teams that they're battling with, like the White Sox and their gross inconsistencies, instead of being sellers at the deadline, they may be buyers, and this is why I'm buying them at plus 2,500 to make the playoffs. Is that worth a sprinkle in your estimation? No, I don't burn money for a living, Brad. I mean, I but do some pretty stupid things. With one. My... So what? It's, it's the American League East for crying out loud. I mean, look, it, it, I, I am, I'm impressed by what they have done. I'm not going to lie. I'm impressed by the fact that they woke up. But can we look at you said they've won eight in a row. Can we talk about who they've beaten, Brad? Do you want to do you want to go down that road? Because it's the Texas Rangers and the L.A. Angels. Yes, they won the third game in the series against the Twins, who currently lead their division. But beyond that, they're beating some pretty shitty teams. Okay, so, let's you know, slow your roll there a little bit, pal. All right, uh, way to douse my hopes and dash yeah, my just, dreams. I, just look, this is what I do, man. I, I piss in your cornflakes <laughs> in the morning just to try to, to, to wake you back up to reality. But, I mean, I'm just, like I said, all I'm saying is they've gone. It's been impressive. Don't get me wrong. I think it's great what they've been able to do. But it's also been against the not-so-cream of the crop. Mm, tastes like vinegar. Uh, let's go to our home run picks to click. As Lundy uh, right now is it, just, uh, you know, I'm peeing vomiting. on my parade, basically. You're raining on it. And in, in the yellow the golden shower version of that. But anyway, uh, let that just soak in for a moment. Let's get our home run picks to click tonight. I, I will go uh, first because, you know, I'm going, thanks to you, uh, hooking me up with some tickets to the Rockies and Padres game tonight. And we've got a total right now at DraftKings of 12. Somebody's going yard. It's probably going to be multiple players that eclipse the fence. Now, the blazing heat that the uh, Denver Denzians, uh, Denizens have experienced these last a few days uh, has been squelched because it's actually quite cool here on this Monday morning at tape time and game time temperatures expected to be in the mid upper 70s. But uh, I'm going to go with Luke Voigt to eclipse the fence in this game and get it right now at plus 250 at FanDuel. 
Uh, Voight's got 10 dingers on this season for this Padres club, but he's got one of the highest barrel rates, uh, the eighth highest in Major League Baseball, 16.7%, and he's 9 for 27 with a pair of homers and at 1,197 OPS against the Rockies this year. Only one homer here in the month of July, but again, given the conditions, given the fact it's Jose Urania and how putrid this bullpen is for the mile-high representatives, I think Voight... Uh, vanquishes the opposition and goes yard. Who do you like tonight? Um, well, first of all, in that game, uh, let me throw this out. Uh, the guy that right now is swinging a red-hot bat, and that's Chris Bryant. Um, I'm just going to throw that one out that's for the Rockies one. tonight because yep. he's actually one of the only guys on the Colorado roster who actually has had some success against Sean Manaya over the course of his uh, career. And it's not a lot, but he's got three hits against Manaya and two of them left the yard. So – uh, I'll, I'll throw Bryant out there if you're thinking about uh, a play for this Rockies-Padres game tonight. And as you said, really, really high uh, over under. But I'm going to go to uh, Jose Ramirez, my friend. Mm. Uh, Three-round tripper's career against Lance Lynn. He's got a 353 batting average against him. Um, and this is actually the main – this is the number one stat that stands out to me as to why I'm going to roll with Ramirez um, in his matchup tonight for him to go yard. He's got 22 at-bats against Lynn Brad and only two – K's. So he's making contact. He's he's you know, he, he like I said, he's batting 353, but only twice has he struck out against him. And so when you look across the, the lineup, when you start talking about what Cleveland may or may not be able to do, um, this is a guy who has managed to at least avoid uh, having to take the uh, short walk back to the dugout. Um, so I'm going to roll with Ramirez just because I think he's going to make contact and I'm going to hope that maybe he can smash one over the fence, but stick around in uh, bonus time because uh, we're gonna we're gonna try to play the uh, what we like to call Lundy's luck uh, <laughs> in bonus time. We're gonna we're gonna we got, I got one other guy I'm gonna throw out here a little bit later on, and we'll see whether or not one of my two will manage to happen. Oh, speaking of bonus time, how about Jose Ramirez just to get an RBI? It's plus one ten. Ooh, like that one. And Ramirez, by the way, is gonna make another appearance coming up in bonus time. Oh, and so will KB. Speaking of that, let's get after it here on this Manic Monday edition with another Fade 5. Number 5. All right, Lundy, we got our eye toward NFL training camps as they are going to open in mass uh, later this month. And uh, I want to zero in on a rush yards prop tied to a prolific running quarterback and get your thoughts on this one. And it's Lamar Action Jackson and uh, emphasis on the action with those legs. I'm going to take the over on 899.5 rush yards minus 115 at BetMGM. Uh, if you read between the lines of what the coaching staff has said and some of the maneuvers they have made this offseason, I think the Ravens are going to get back to their ground and pound ways of a couple of seasons ago. Last year, uh, really uncharacteristically during Lamar Jackson era, uh, they threw more often than they ran. 56.4% of their plays were of the passing variety uh, compared to 2020. Uh, That was way up of over 12% because they threw 44.9% of the time a couple of seasons ago. And I think that's what they're going to get back to. Even with the increase in verticality last year, Lamar Jackson still led all NFL quarterbacks in rush attempts per game at 11.1 and rush yards per game at 63.9. Now, he fell short 
of 900 yards yards because he missed a handful of games. Only played 12 games, had 767, but the two prior years, so in 2020 and 2019, remember 2019, 1,213 yards in the ground, followed up with 1,005. So add it up, pool all together, and I think ultimately Jackson gets to 900 yards. Hell, I think it's going to be another 1,000-yard season if he can stay healthy here in 2022. So fade or follow Lamar Jackson over 899.5 rush yards, minus 115 on that over at BetMGM. I know that this is sacrilege, but I'm going to fade you on this one, and I can't tell you any other reason other than a little TYG. I I just I, I think he finishes in the 800s. I think he's probably somewhere between 825 and 850, but I don't think he gets up to 900. And I don't know if it's going to be injury related. I don't know if it's going to be game script. Or I just, I, for whatever reason, I feel like a, I don't want to call it a down year, but statistically, I feel like a subpar year is on tap for Lamar Jackson. And I have no explanation for it. Other than I, you know, I, I drank too much with you this weekend. That's the only reason <laughs> I can think of that I would be feeling this way. But for whatever reason, I am not confident in this number. I'm staying away. Yeah, I think that five-gallon pail of uh, IPAs has uh, corrupted your synapses, my Look, friend. Just because, just because the mug was larger than my head, and you know how big this freaking dome is. Uh, I mean, it's Peyton Manning esque. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it that that mug. Like, I I think they went to like some special cooler and found that this weekend. Like, hat tip to Viewhouse because that mug was the size of Cleveland. Yes, and the uh, contents were absolutely delicious, much like Lamar Jackson will be on the ground this season. Number four. All right, let's go to the diamond, and uh, I'm just gonna go straight up for a team to win. Now we've got the Royals and the Tigers. In a battle for the basement uh, in the AL, going toe-to-toe in a doubleheader. Not going to focus on game one, which is a matinee special, but the nighttime, the evening edition between these two teams. I like Detroit, the visitors here, to win straight up on the money line. And you get it at plus 115 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Why? Uh, well, it's Alex Fado, uh, which typically you'd like to fade him because that ERA somewhat unsightly, but... His adversary in this game, Daniel Lynch, even worse. He's got a 4.95 ERA, and that walk shield is puke-inducing at 4.24. You match that with his propensity for giving up the long ball, 1.27 home runs per nine. And the fact, too, that Detroit has been crushing lefties this season with a 704 OPS. They are 7-3 in the month of July with a 7 100 OPS. So the Tigers, who were really the dregs of the keg offensively for much of the year, are starting to come alive. A lot of that due to their hot shot prospect, Riley Green, uh, called up and inserted in the starting lineup on a daily basis. But uh, I think the Tigers win straight up in that second game and at plus 115. I feel that's a terrific value. So, Lundy, you want to talk about a dice roll and only a game that a better could love uh, and really a doubleheader only a better could love with the Tigers and Royals. But Detroit takes the cake in game two. If that is the case, plus 115 at DraftKings. Fade or follow. I can roll with you on this one um, just because at, at this point, it, it like you said, it's only a game that a better could love. And a doubleheader at that? I mean, good <laughs> heavens. That's awful. It's pretty I mean, bad. 
And I know this happens in the schedule every now and then where you're just like, son of a bitch, really? But then that's the whole reason why sports betting is around for us is so that we can find really ridiculous reasons to enjoy uh, to enjoy a game. So I'll tell you what, I'm going to go with you with Detroit on this one. And you know how I like to reward the people that listen to us early? So I actually have a same game parlay for game one oh of the God. doubleheader in bonus time. Yep. Uh, we're still drunk from this weekend's activity. It's Be-gens. official. It's official. Number three. All right, moving on. Let's stay in the AL uh, and let's go with another AL Central. A couple of teams. We talked about the Tigers. Uh, well, we got the Guardians and the White Sox. Uh, battling today in C-Town. And uh, I'm going to take the over. I think it's the first time we've ever featured a hits allowed prop uh, by a pitcher here on the Faith the Noise podcast. But uh, we have to break the seal at some point, and we're going to do it today with Cal Quantrill on that over six and a half hits against the Southsiders. That also at plus 115 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, doing some homework on Quantrill. Uh, He's been crushed by the opposition. He has done this in four of his last six games in which he has given up at least eight hits in those four of six contests. Heck, he's given up at least six in six of his last eight, so hopefully, yarr, Captain (laughs) won't come into play here. Yeah, he's got the 3.86 ERA, and you say, okay, that's palatable. It ain't too shabby, but you look at the 4.74 XFIP, and it gives you all the indication you need that that ERA is soon going to be on the rise. Not only that, but he faced the White Sox back on May 10th. He went six and a third. He gave up four and runs on nine hits, and the White Sox, and if you ask a lot of their fans, they probably find this stat unbelievable, but it is a fact. They are number one in batting average, team batting average, over last month, hitting a robust 285. So, Lundy, uh, do you like those plus odds on Cal Quantrill over six and a half hits allowed against the visiting White Sox? Again, pull this one from DraftKings Sportsbook. Yeah, I love this one at plus odds because, again, going back to what you just talked about, you got to go back to May till you find when he was up against the White Sox, but you already said it. It goes six and a third, gives up nine hits. Uh, he's done it way too many times when he's out there, and he'll eat up some innings, yep. um, which is which is great um, because, obviously, if you're the Guardians, you want that. You want a starting pitcher that can be out there. But the thing is, it's not like he's eating them up because he's keeping base runners off. Um, he's allowing walks. He's allowing hits. Um, He just happens to be able to go deep enough for them because he's allowing the hits and then he's getting himself out of those jams. So I say he gives up at least seven in this one. I think it's going to look a lot like what happened back in May against the White Sox. The only thing you got to watch for is that he doesn't get yanked early. Uh, A couple of weeks ago in a game against Boston, he only pitched five innings, came out, had given up five hits to that um, murderer's row of a a hitting lineup with Boston. So as long as he can as long as he can go at least, I say, Brad, at least five and a third, five and two thirds, he's going to hit this number. Cash with Cal on the over hits allowed. Stick around for my top plays on this Monday slate of Major League Baseball games. Plus, bonus time on the diamond, including a same game parlay with Tigers and Royals. Yeah, no doubt about it. Number two. All right, let's get after it here with uh, my favorite pitcher prop on the board tonight. And it's Mad Max. Is he going to take us beyond the Thunderdome? I say yes with Scherzer on the over seven and a half strikeouts in Atlanta against the Bravos. Plus money. 
plus money on a Scherzer strikeout prop? Uh, yeah, count me in. It's plus 105 at DraftKings. Uh, why am I high on Mad Max? Well, uh, he picked up where he left off uh, after you know missing several weeks due to injury in his triumphant return last time out on the hill against Cincinnati. They're in the Queen City. Six innings pitch. Two hits allowed. Zero walks and 11 strikeouts. Scherzer on the year, a brilliant 14.3 swinging strike percentage. One of the best in baseball. He's been over this number in four of nine starts this season. And he look at Atlanta. Uh, yeah, they can really pile up the runs, but they also pile up the punch outs. Number three in K rates over the last month, striking out 24.5% of the time. So is it going to be a fury row for Mad Max there in the box score, Lundy? Again, on the over, 7.5 strikeouts in the ATL, plus 105 at DraftKings, fade or follow. Oh, man. See, okay, here's what I'll tell you. I'm going to follow, but... Captain Hook's coming into play here. He's finishing with either seven or eight. I'm telling you, it's good. Right there. They have set this number perfectly. As soon as I saw this on the script for this morning, I was like, okay, I pass. I just, I, I, (laughs) this isn't. So I will follow for purposes of the pod, but I will tell you right now that this is a bet that I would not make because I think Captain Hook's going to play in this one. All right. So here's an alternative that you could go with. If you're worried about, yar, Captain Hook, shiver me timbers, uh, you could go to FanDuel. Because they have the old strikeout lines. Yes. Take Scherzer to seven. Okay, so you take the hook out of the equation. And then match that together. There's a little bit of a dice roll here, though. With Mitch Keller of the Buckos, who's taken on Miami. He's got one of the highest K rates. Uh, top 12, actually, over the last month. Just for four strikeouts. Which I believe he has done in four of his last five starts. So if you get Scherzer at seven or more, you put that together with Keller at four more Ks. That's plus 124. Oh, see, now that's that's kind of nice. That's kind of nice. I like that. All right. Buy into it. Yeah, I can buy into that because I'm telling you, Hook's going to mess with us on that one. Number one. All right, moving on in my top play in Major League Baseball tonight, and it has everything to do with a hitter prop. Uh, and I'm going to be in attendance, and I'm going to bear witness to this one, and hopefully I'm going to stand up and applaud a couple of beers in on KB. We already talked about him at the top. Lundy likes him uh, to hit a home run tonight. Well, that per- you know, fits perfectly with this pick. Uh, I just seen him get one RBI against those Padres and Shamanaya at plus 150. Uh, the, the best odds right now in the business at Bet Rivers. Everywhere else, it's still plus odds, but plus 150, really high on the totem pole there. You think of what KP does, or KB does against lefties. All he does is mash. Uh, he's batting 333 with six extra base hits and 45 at bats against Southpaws. You mentioned the history against Manaya. Yeah, small sample size, Evan. Sample size. Eh. Uh, yeah, but three for four with those couple of homers against Manaya in his career. And you look here in the month of July, he's batting 371, four homers, three doubles, six RBIs. Uh, if you like the total bases prop and maybe you want to match it with this RBI prop and get that juice even higher. Uh, I don't hate it because he's uh, collected at least two or more total bases in six of his last eight games. So, I mean, he's swinging a scorching stick right now and given that success rate against lefties uh, and knowing, too, this game at Coors Field and runs always plentiful there, I think Chris Bryant knocks one in plus 150 at Bet Rivers. Lundy, I already know you're following. 
Oh yeah, I'm following on this one. I already told you I like him for the for the shot at the home run at a plus two eighty five right now. That's what you can get him at FanDuel. Um, so if that happens, obviously it's a built in RBI. But he is on fire, which is good because speaking of fire, the Rockies fans were going to burn his house down um, because of the fact that they went from Nolan Arenado to Chris Bryant, who had been MIA uh, for a good chunk of the season. So uh, the fact that he has uh, finally shown up and is swinging the bat. Uh, is beneficial to everybody. Now you come back to the friendly confines. As you said, going to cool off a little bit, so not that same heat that the ball was flying in, but I like him for the RBI. Uh, I like him for, uh, I told you, I, I think he's a, a little bonus pick for a uh, home run. So, yeah, all that put together, really like KB tonight. Yeah, tail everything Chris Bryant and fade all of our bonus time picks, Lundy. It's a light <laughs> slate on a Monday, but, of course, uh, we can't resist some of the additional action that's out there. What do you like? Okay, I told you I like to reward the people that listen to us right away that have subscribed. So this podcast, bam, shows up right in your device and you listen to it early. So let's take that early game. You said it, that you've got uh, Kansas City and Detroit doing a doubleheader today. So I'm going to take game one. That's about 2 o'clock Eastern time pitch. Uh, first pitch at about 2.10. Uh, so follow me on this one. Miguel Cabrera, I need a hit uh, mm. against Brad Keller. He's got a 391 lifetime average against uh, uh, Keller. Give me Andrew Benatendi uh, for a hit as well. And then I'm going to take an alt total. I'm going to take over seven and a half. If you put all three of those things together in this early game, it is a plus 148 same Ooh. game parlay over at FanDuel. Speaking of a same game parlay, let's go to uh, the matchup. I already talked about Jose Ramirez as my uh, home run pick. Let's take Ramirez, Tim Anderson, and Luis Robert, all three of those guys get a hit in their game. It's a plus 117. Alt totals, Brad, you like these, right? Except you're the you're the idiot who always wants to take unders, and I'm the idiot that always wants to take overs. Uh, here's your alt totals for uh, tonight. Oakland and Texas, take them over six and a half. The White Sox and Cleveland, over six and a half. San Diego and Colorado, over eight and a half put all of those together at DraftKings. It's a plus 122. Then I said, we're going to play Lundy's Luck, right? You understand <laughs> Lundy's Luck, uh, where I keep picking home run dudes and I'm off by one day. Yep. So if that is the case from yesterday, that means our favorite, Brad, Christian Walker, should go yard because I bet on him yesterday for a home run and it did not happen. He's taking on San Francisco and Alex Cobb. He's uh, limited sample size. He's only two for four lifetime against him. But again, this is about me and my stupid luck where I'm off by one day with these dudes. Uh, so I bet Walker yesterday and missed out. So I say I take him uh, tonight instead, plus 430 for a home run. Mm. Mm, I like that quite a bit. Okay, uh, I got a ton of parlays. Uh, why? Because I like burning money. Uh, let's do a couple of same gamers in this Rockies and Padres game. Again, if you like offense, uh, I think it's going to be there front and center tonight. So uh, first, same game parlay. Give me the Rockies four-plus runs, Padres six-plus runs, and San Diego to win. That's plus 205. Uh, Colorado, 803 OPS at home, averaging 5.77 runs per game. San Diego's been great on the road. Uh, they're averaging 5.11 runs per game, and it's all about fading Jose Urania and that 6.16 XFIP. So, you know, don't pay attention to that service ERA. Uh, and then the Padres, 26 and 18 on the road this year, just straight up. And that Colorado pen, awfully generous, fourth worst right now in Major League Baseball. Uh, again, sticking with the same game, if I think San Diego's going to score a lot of runs, uh, somebody's bat is going to do a lot of talking. I think it's going to be Luke Voigt. I mentioned him at the top as a home run pick to click. So how about Voigt 
for a hit, void for an RBI, and then he's going to knock in somebody. And I think that somebody is going to be the man who is usually fixed in the two-hole, and that is none other than Jake Cronenworth. So all three of those events happen, plus 158 there inside Coors Field. Elsewhere, uh, you you know, raining on my parade yet again, Lundy, um, and skewering my perspectives on the under on some of these alt run totals. Well, I'm going to go back to the well because I like them. Give me uh, the Phillies and Cardinals under nine and a half. A pair of great pitchers there in Aaron Nola and Miles Mikolos. Uh, Mikolos with a 2.60 home ERA this season. Aaron Nola's been genius on the road. 2.13 ERA. Uh, and I'm going to match it together with the Mets and Braves under eight and a half. Uh, Max Freed uh, going toe-to-toe with Max Scherzer. So, uh, I think those two uh, are going to be, be able to keep the game suppressed overall in, in terms of some of the runs scored there. Uh, plus 113 on that two-legger. And then do you like Summer League action, Lundy? Why not? Uh, you know, why Why not? Because I'm actually having a lot of fun watching Christian Brown for the uh, Nuggets. Oh, who, uh, yeah, he's just, dude is just Dude's just pure energy. Yeah, he's just, he is. He's just fired up all the time. It's, it's really a lot of fun. Yeah, very active on the glass. At least he was in college. Uh, I'm going to go with the Knicks, and I'm going to lay the one and a half against the Trailblazers. Uh, Knicks are off to a impeccable 2-0 start, Lundy, in the NBA Summer League, and they're averaging 101 oh, championship. points per game. Ch- ch- championship's coming. You can tell. 2-0 yeah. in Summer League? Oh, you get the Larry O'Brien. Yeah, I mean, what do you get? Do you get one of those, like, candy rings that, you know, the lollipop rings instead of a real one if you win the Summer League? <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but the Knicks are I think you get. I think you actually get ribbons, given the fact that they're in, like, a high school gym. Yeah, that could be. That could be. Well, I, I would prefer the ring pop, personally. But 101 uh, points per game they have averaged in those first two outings. Uh, they're shooting 50% from the floor, 22.5 assists per game, and they're generating 13.5 steals per game. Quentin Grimes, the former Houston standout, is averaging 24 points per contest. Uh, Farron Hunt's got five steals per game. So getting it done on both ends. Uh, I don't know a whole lot about Portland, but they're bad. So give me the Knicks minus one and a half against the Blazers. And that is the exclamation point. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Faded Always Pod. Uh, please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Cuevos. If you enjoyed this broadcast, please drop us a rating and a review. Would you kindly? And as always, until next time, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.